0: Yes, people. Dave Fensom here with another episode of Pop Collaborate. And listen, as always, I'm here with the main man, Mr. Chris DeGruy.
1: What's up, everybody? Yeah,
0: so we are back with our regular programmed episodes.
1: Indeed, yeah, imagine that after all the ridiculous specials we've done recently. We're, we're back into the proper format. Yeah, yeah. And I, look,
0: we I, I know there are people that like to indulge us in our, in our little escapades, the people that have got a slightly more alternative mindset. Uh, and I know there are people that prefer to fucking... Just let us get on with it and do yeah. normal episode. So, uh, apologies for our little flights of fancy lately, lately, but uh, you know.
1: But you know, but also, like you say, thank you to everyone who was was good with it and gave us some very lovely feedback yeah, from yeah. the recent. Well, I mean, we
0: yeah, I mean, our last episode was on Sensor, and Sensor mm. listened to it. Sensor
1: listened to our yeah, yeah. what the hell? So if you're if you're here new because you got in a
0: Sensor, um, slightly different uh, change of pace this week. Least, so what is this week's album? This Christa? week,
1: right, we are looking at the album "I Say I Say I Say" by. Mm erasure yeah and uh, i need
0: to get something out of the uh-huh. way do. first, right obviously we've done an erasure album before now yes we did we did we went did one back it which one it,
1: it was in 1991 i think so it was in our second season yeah um, and yeah it was uh, chorus chorus there you go
0: something was highlighted during the recording of that episode that i received feedback on and to be honest with you quite a bit of shit about <laughs> yeah. um and look I know it's pronounced Eurasia. Mm-hmm. I know it's supposed to be pronounced Eurasia, but somewhere, as a small child, I started pronouncing it Eurasia. Yes. Yeah? Like the fucking continent.
1: Okay? Like, exactly. They're European, they're called okay. Eurasia.
0: Okay. I've started saying Eurasia. Okay. Now, I'm going to do my damnedest to say Eurasia through this, but uh-huh. I will fuck up. Oh, you're going to okay? slip. I know you are. Yeah. Okay. I know it's wrong. You don't have to tell me. Uh, yeah. Anyway,
1: but no, so, but you, so you don't have to tell, Dave, but I know that people will. It's yeah, yeah happen, but you're yeah. looking at me like. Do. Almost encouraging it. Yeah, yeah fuck almost, you.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so look, uh, we, we kind of ha- we would normally start with a little bit of a recap of where we are with things. We, we did do that before, but we'll just we- recap. So, Erasure, you're a fan?
1: Uh, Erasure, I was a fan of what I knew from the 80s. I remember yep. growing up, uh, and they were always kind of big pop hits, top 10s. I loved those, and I remember the great sits coming out, mm-hmm. and it's full of fantastic songs. Absolutely, really, really. yes.
0: Uh, similar for me, you know, I, liked, I liked Erasure songs as a pop music fan in the yeah. 80s. By the time this is coming out, I'm not really listening to erasure. I'm not listening to much pop music at all at this point. In In '94,
1: especially, I suppose. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was, uh, you know, but I've kind of come back to my love of pop music later right. in life. As you know, I, I had my uh, my my time as an angsty uh, okay, elitist teen.
1: Yeah, of course, and you you know deliberately eschew anything that's popular and a little bit chart bound. Um, and yeah, I was the same. I didn't listen to this at all i didn't I wasn't aware of this you know yeah. the, it just passed me by completely it It was number one, mm-hmm. fair enough, it was only number one for one week, so it wasn't like one of those ones that you you, you couldn't get away from, yeah, but it absolutely meant nothing to me at the but time. I was listening to censor yeah well, there you go, exactly right um. But just from reading around it, right? Mm-hmm. This is their sixth studio album, yeah, and it's the fourth in a row that got to number one. I mean, they were, you know, you they can't, can't underestimate the
0: mainstream appeal of Erasure.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go, yeah.
0: uh, in, in the in the eighties and nineties. Now, this this kind of feels a little bit like this was the beginning of the end of their enormous kind um, of yeah. like yeah. kind of relevance in that kind of pop
1: it, industry. Indeed, and uh, they wouldn't get to. You know, they didn't get another number one album. Yeah. You know, the next album, uh, which was 1995, got to number 14. 1997 album got to number 10. So they didn't uh, continue on this wave that they were riding. Sure. But that's because the entire musical landscape was changing.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, to this day, they remain a very strong legacy act. Oh, They'll sell out very large venues and have a of huge and rabid fan base.
1: Of course they will. Um, I do wonder, uh, you know, whenever they're doing those big shows these days... How many songs from, for example, Chorus, the last one, from this one, from I Say I Say Say, from the next one they do, or is it essentially a lot of the 80s stuff and a couple others? Well, we, I, don't I, I don't know.
0: I suspect they've got a lot of fans that like deeper cuts.
1: Oh, they, they absolutely will. Absolutely. And if they did, you know, uh, a 500 capacity show to the fans, you could play all of the B sides and you would get a rapturous uh, reception. But if they are playing at some sort of a festival for example or an arena show I imagine they have to play it a little bit safe.
0: I'd be interested what, 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 what size of venue did they play last time they I played? I don't know I let's wonder look, let, let's have a look
1: Right. Um, while, a look. while you're looking that I'll just give another couple of little facts and stuff this album It was produced by a guy called Martin Ware, who is a founding member of Human League, Mm -hmm. uh, but then split off and formed Heaven 17 of Temptation fame. Um, He has collaborated with Vince Clark a couple of other times on uh, projects since this one, the Pretentious album in 1999 and Spectrum Pursuit Vehicle in 2001. Okay. And I read this thing on on Wikipedia that Martin Ware also completes sound installations as a sonic muralist in 2016. He released an 82-minute soundscape called Sounds of Our Shores made up of Seacoast sound clips sent in by the public. Wow. And I never, ever want to hear that. that oh, I don't think I would That fucking awful.
0: Okay, just to give you some context, yes. I mean, the last time uh, Erasure toured was uh, October 2021. 21, okay. Okay, so two so years this month. That included um, the O2 mm-hmm. uh, and the Brighton Centre. So... Those are, center. Big, right, okay. yeah, th- those are big venues. Oh, yeah, that, that, the, the, and you're doing multiple nights at some of them as well. So okay, sure. they're still
1: selling big. Um, and like, okay, so you said we did do the previous original. We did chorus. And yeah. it's almost four years ago that we recorded that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem that long ago to me. Uh, it doesn't but, either. Uh, it was nearly four years ago. And I was like thinking to myself, I couldn't really remember much about the record. I went back and listened to the episode. Yeah. And where we were on that one yeah. is that we weren't expecting much because we were... By that point, not listening to as much pop stuff, yeah. and we want we wanted, but we wanted it to be good. Yeah, and we ended up slightly disappointed. Yeah, okay. so that's where we were on that one. Uh, are you similar feeling on this one? My is expectation on this
0: is, you know, kind of sixth album. If I get a couple of good songs, big fucking bangs. and yeah. some stuff that is not awful, yeah,
1: I'll be happy enough. That, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, and I think Erasure have the capability of doing that. I cool. really do. Okay.
0: All right, so let's let's have a look at the cover. That's where we okay, always yeah. generally start.
1: Yeah. Um, so
0: we've got this quite nice blue woodland scene. Sure. And then you've got this kind of multicoloured, quite cartoony mm-hmm. uh, logo, like Erasure logo and text over it, which I don't think sits very well no, with I mean, the I, picture.
1: You say cartoon, and it is exactly that. It's like a yeah. kind of a, not Looney Tunes, but it's like some some weird... Ren and Stimpy cartoon things where all the letters are different fonts and different yeah. styles, and it does look weird. Mm-hmm. I think it looks pretty cheaply done as well. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it's it's it certainly
0: it, it, it'll make quite a few like graphic designers' eyes bleed. I think. I think so. I, I think the yeah. two things in and of themselves aren't bad either way. Mm. Um, but but I, don't, I don't see. I don't see that the logo goes with. The the image and vice versa, you know. No, and I
1: suppose uh, the image like it's a woodland thing. It's nighttime. It's very calm. It's nice, gentle, and there are themes running through the album of. Nature yeah. and, um, you know, enjoying the beauty of the world around us and that sort of thing. So maybe that's where that was coming from. Yeah, and,
0: and the single covers, when you saw the single covers, they were like different ver- different coloured versions of oh, this that represented kind of different seasons, I think. Oh,
1: I see. Because there there's definitely talk about seasons through the song yeah, as well. Exactly. I see. Okay, so it ties in with that. I'll give them that then. I didn't realise that. But no, I don't think it looks particularly.
0: No, it's not It's, I, I, it, it's not a good album
1: cover. No. And also, right, it's called I Say, I Say, I Say. Mm hmm. What the fuck? Why is it called that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've I, I kind of never really figured understand out understand because where that the was. The
1: only thing that I associate that with is starting off an old timey joke. Yeah, starting off a music hall joke, and this is not a funny album. Erasure are not a funny band oh. so I don't understand and if it was done and if it was all kind of vaudeville style or music hall style music I okay I kind of get that as well but I don't know why it's called I say I say I say
0: well I, I don't know either I, I would suspect it's because after you've done five albums it's quite difficult to work out what to call the that's sixth one that's also very true yeah. there we go alright well let's uh, let's start off when the first track is called Take Me Back
1: okay all right. so Take Me Back track number one
0: okay so that's pleasant enough kind of lifting that's fine electro pop perfectly fine absolutely it's a very analog sound Mm -hmm.
1: some uh, sort of Mm -hmm. affecting vocals what do you think about Andy Bell's voice in general
0: I mean, I think Andy Bell's got a beautiful, yeah. lush, soulful voice. Yeah. Uh, there are registers he sings in, I care for less. Same here. Yeah. I, uh, I, I like his kind of slightly deeper, more soulful voice. When he goes into that falsetto, I like it less. I don't mind it as much when he does some, when he harmonizes with himself in the BVs a okay, little bit. Okay, yeah. Because, you know, it kind of, I like to look at it and go, oh, have you got, have you got female BVs mm-hmm. in here?
1: It's all him. Like, and it's all him, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I don't mind it as much, but I don't find, you know, like Blue Savannah and stuff like that. Mm. When he's really up in that, I don't find that. I don't enjoy his voice as much as much, there. But that's as a much. personal
1: preference. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, totally fine, totally fine. And but yeah, at the minute, he's not doing just who He's up no. and down. I, 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 think, okay. I think
0: this is a nice vocal. I think this is a nice soulful vocal. It's, right. a, it's a little bit incidental. Sure. I think, you know, l- lyrically we've got... You know, kind of memories of idyllic summers in the countryside with a yeah. special person. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of suggesting a longing for a happier time. So oh, definitely. That. There's, yeah, know.
1: there's a nostalgic looking back. Yeah. It takes me got, back to those, those It's spaces. got that
0: lovely little bit of bittersweet melancholy that you often get in erasure songs. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but there's not much else to this song.
1: No, no. It's, I mean, I don't want to start off by saying something I'm probably going to say a lot, but... This is fine, there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't get much from it. I've I've put it's pleasant,
0: if not a bit uneventful.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking, like you say, the the themes in it, I love songs that are going, oh, wasn't it brilliant when? And you're reminiscent about times you were happy and this sort of stuff. I love the the fact that, you know, it's both happy and sad. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, this was great. Isn't it a shame it's not great anymore? I love that shit. This doesn't. It doesn't make me think, uh, you know, in, so- in the way that some songs will make me go, oh, fuck, it. that sounds like somewhere I'd want to be as well. I don't get that from this.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, but we, I agree with you completely, right? Mm-hmm. I, I never... I when, when I hear this song, and, you know, I'll probably say this again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I'm quite happy to be in its company. Okay, yeah. I'm perfectly happy to be in its company. Uh, it's on in the on in the background it's it's nice enough it's not a bad time and there are little moments within the production there's like a little drum beat back there
1: Mm -hmm. they'll go oh that's quite nice yeah 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 um there are things i noticed in the kind of the keyboard sounds yeah um and I don't know why, and presumably it's just because I'm—I was reading the lyrics at the same time. But I was going, "Oh no, that does make me think of like butterflies and waterfalls and yeah. stuff." It's, it is evocative of the scene that Andy Bell is trying to paint with the words. Um, Vince Clark's music does do some really nice things in making me go, "Oh, I, okay, I see what you're saying, and I see where you're bringing me to." Yeah. Um, but there, there are other bits where I think it's a, bit, a little bit flimsy in the background. It's, it's yeah, not, I mean, the,
0: I, I, I agree. I mean, you know, the, the, the litmus of this is your every one of these songs whether you want to or not Mm -hmm. you're holding up against the pantheon of a superb greatest hits band yeah and that's harsh with with pop bangers right and this is not that this Mm. is however a perfectly nice song Mm -hmm. that i have no real issues with however it's a little bit forgettable
1: yes I, i i say that um I remember um, when I was listening to the previous one we did on this that I think I had an issue with not understanding some of the things that Andy Bell was trying to say Yeah, and I thought that some of it was a little bit gibberish and full profound uh-huh. and I have the same issue with some of the things on here don't like this falsetto by the way I'm not a fan of
0: no, that no I mean it's 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 not the worst offender but I'm not an enormous fan of it
1: no uh, and also kind of this end bit we're into the last 20 seconds here Yeah, this I, I don't get why they've gone this cheesy step, because it's like... it's just going to turn this back up a little bit. Oh, yeah, now that's... That. Yeah, that's unnecessary. Come on. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a weird yeah, way well,
0: I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's not that big of a deal, but it's a bizarre thing to do. It's got in your ear it, a little it, every bit. Time, it.
1: Every time I was listening through, I was going, oh, yeah, that happened, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah I don't yeah. know if it's Just, just, just fade to grey, man. Oh, exactly, man. Um, so I think this is fine. I think this is okay. I think it's a strange way to start an album as a track mm-hmm. one. Uh, if, you are, if you've are, if you come back from Chorus, which is a, f- a number one album, right? Yeah. So you're still top of the world. Mm-hmm. The world is changing around you. Maybe you are as confident in yourself as you've always been. Maybe yeah. you're like, nope, this album is killer from start to finish. Everyone's going to love it. Don't worry about a thing. But maybe you're there's a part of you going, we need to prove that we're still good. We need to prove ourselves. And we need to hook people in right from the start. And I don't know if that's the way to do that. Uh,
0: but, or maybe the other side of it mm-hmm. is, is a different point of view, which is, okay, we're at the top of our game our shows sell out left, right and centre, mm-hmm. we've got a solid backbone of huge hits. We're going to do what we want to do. This is where our head's at right now. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we're going to do. Our audience have got enough faith in us that they're going to go with it. And you know what? If we lose some of the people that aren't into it along the way, there's enough people there that we don't. Absolutely. Mind, you know, because an act at this level has been under the pressure of hit, 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 hit. Yeah. hit. And maybe at this point they've made enough money, they've done, they've done well enough that that pressure feels like it's off a little bit and they can just,
1: you know... Oh, I imagine you're entirely correct because yeah. I think at this point Erasure are making an album that they want to make that yeah. isn't full of hits and is... Definitely, I think, uh, more grown up from a lot of stuff I've sure. done and exploring different themes of more kind of uh, soft ballad stuff, more you know nostalgic longing, this sort of different style. But if I were someone from Meat Records and I had any influence in going, all oh, right, let's have a look at the sequencing, I might go, not sure if this is the first track.
0: Yeah, but if, if I put myself in the position of a super fan of, you know, you know I'm not a super fan of Erasure, mm. I'm a great hits fan of Erasure. Yeah, yeah. If I was a super fan of this band, I suspect I'd get more out of
1: that, you know? Maybe so.
0: All right, well, let's do track number two, unless you've got anything else to add. No,
1: uh, no, 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 it's all good. So this one's called I Love Saturday. Right. Strange.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we all like Saturday. Okay, so this one sounds like 8-bit glitch pop almost. (laughs)
1: Yeah, It really does, yeah. Um, Uh, This was a single. Uh, It was the third and last single to be released from the album. Yeah. And I must admit, whenever I saw that there was a song title just called I Love Saturday, I was prepared for it to be fucking dreadful. Because I was like, this is a terrible title. Mm -hmm. But maybe, I was like, maybe they'll, you know, prove me wrong. Yeah. I mean, we're going to drop in a second
0: into like a kind of a classic kind of 4-4 disco beat. Here we are. Yes,
1: we are. Um, there it is. Yeah, I I didn't like the start. Uh, Like I said, I didn't like his falsetto bit, and I, I... but so, I don't know, it just feels so forced to me because it's not. Well, it's obviously not his yeah. comfortable range, and this is that's a great vocal right there. But yeah, the falsetto bit doesn't. I, yeah, okay. So I got my issues with that. I think I think this. I think the chorus on this, mm-hmm.
0: which is kind of this. Uh-huh, yeah? Sure. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I See, I find found this one. This got its hooks into me. A bit more each time. Is that right? Yeah. I think I find this like a. It's not a classic version of the memorable pop hook that they're good at. Yeah. But it's it's, it's not grower. too far removed. It's. I, I've put here. This isn't a classic. It's not terrible. It's a kind of a six and a half out of ten. I see. Okay. Kind of six to six and a half. You know? Fair enough. I, I don't mind it.
1: Yeah. I I uh, I would give it less than than that. For me, I find this too grating. I find it very cheesy. Oh, I, I've got the, the,
0: an I Love Saturday backing
1: vocal that comes in mm-hmm. and that fucks me Yeah, off. no, I've got here that I, I think the backing vocals throughout are really annoying. Mm. I, I think they're just horribly put in. Um, and I don't know whether this is it's a Pavlovian thing because it's called I Love Saturday but I get such... Whiffs of uh, Wigfield Saturday Night off this. Oh, how, I I, well, now, you, now, now you've said that, that,
0: that well, it's got that disco beat and that it's, kind of oh, in it, it
1: Yeah, and I fucking detest that song so much. well uh, So that I, I I don't really like this one.
0: Oh, I don't see. I don't I don't mind this one at all. I'm, I think yeah. I'm kinder to this than you are.
1: Yeah. No. you're Yeah. No. That's why because I'm not a fan. I I'm like two or three out of ten. Okay. This, yeah. No, uh, I don't think it's that bad. I, I, it, it, there are bits of it. Mm-hmm. Like you say, there, there's bits as it goes into the chorus. I think it's, it's a good swell to it. Like this, Very,
0: I think that I think that, that I think that vocal there, that kind of like kind of uh, downward kind of descending yeah. vocal. I I really like that. And then yeah. this, like, the little sweeps and bits here. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. Then. Yeah, I mean, but that does sound like that's Wigfield, doesn't that, that it? That really, <laughs> that really is
1: Wigfield. <laughs> so and like, right.
0: now I've heard that, uh, I'm I might sorry. have to adjust that score down.
1: <laughs> uh, that's an
0: unpleasant. That's an unpleasant thing you've done to me, man. It is.
1: It is. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those things. There's one I can't remember if it was someone someone told it to me. Um, essentially, it was if you listen to, oh God, I think it's an Alanis Morissette song. Don't
0: ruin Alanis set. Um, no,
1: no, but it, it was like, all right. No, it, it, yeah, it's great. You listen to it. But guess what? Listen to every time she inhales before she starts a line. Uh, yeah. And then you're like, I can't hear anything else. No. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, you ought to know. I know, I know that. for uh, fuck's yeah. sake. God damn it. Right, anyway. So anything yeah. else for this one? Um, I mean, th- This was one, that, because this is the first single we've kind of come to on the album. Um, I think it's a strange choice of a single. It yeah but then again whenever I look at the the 10 songs on here mm. I'm like oh yeah okay that probably would be one of the ones I would okay. choose um I guess one of the other things they did um whenever the they singles was that they had loads and loads of remixes of uh, from different people kind of people who were big at the time and there was one of this one from JX who did Son of a Gun yeah uh, and Beatmasters and I think that is kind of exactly what I would do if I were again if I were Mr Mute I would be like, yeah, who's big in the charts? Because uh-huh. this is okay, but I want it to sound like yeah, whoever's yeah. big in the charts. And those would be straight up ones. Yeah, a year later, it would have
0: been a bit of Fat Boy Slim Remix. Yeah,
1: of course it would yeah. be, exactly. Um, and because this was a single as well, I watched the video for it. And it's awful. Oh, of course, oh, it is. it's shockingly bad. It's the third thing as well. So I think Eurasia have the generally
0: got bad videos. Yes, they do.
1: They certainly do. Well, um, this was the third one, so the budget had gone right a long way, long time ago, and it's essentially filmed in Andy Bell's house in Majorca. Um, yeah, nice. I guess the
0: yeah. oh, hashtag humble brag.
1: I know, and he's probably just gone. Well, I can write this off on expenses, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he'd fly me out to my house in Mallorca. and it's him wandering around the house in sort of ill-fitting blazers because it was the nineties and sandals, and that just walking around up and down the stairs, nice or really short shorts. Okay, yeah, he's he's you know sit walking around his house singing, and it's awful yeah yeah terrible terrible but i imagine very cheap and he got to do you know he got someone out to do the catering so we could have some nice meals nice. With his, well with i his tell mates. you i uh,
0: i i did a gig recently mm-hmm. and i met a very very lovely chap called graham
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and you know uh, graham graham was aggressively gay uh-huh. he was he was a lovely chap but he'd he'd come to the night we were at in uh the tightest pair of shorts i've ever seen right now
1: lovely what i mean like cycling short tight like
0: 80s style shorts he was wearing a kind of because, oh, right. he was kind of in a kind of a sailors kind of uh-huh. vibe and i could see quite easily why he'd done that because uh-huh. Ryan was doing quite well for himself i see okay, okay. i could see veins
1: right like, oh, so, well. you
0: know like when you can see veins to the point that the 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 EastEnders theme tune starts playing <laughs> in your head <laughs>
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> wow.
0: So yeah, so let's uh, let's do track number three now. Okay. Which is Man in the Moon, not to be confused with uh,
1: Man on the Moon.
0: Man on the Moon or uh, yeah.
1: Okay. A bit of squelchiness there. A little bit. Squelchiness It's a very silly noise, that squelch, but okay, fine.
0: This is how it feels to be lonely. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. So we're still in reflective territory, aren't uh, we? Yeah. Uh, it's my, my, I get melancholy vocal. hmm But it's going to give way to something quite different in a minute.
1: Yes, because like whenever I was first going through this, the first couple of verses that were here, I was like, okay, this is okay. Yeah. This is not, not much going on. I can't really you know pick out the tune mm-hmm. uh, or the melody that they're going for.
0: They do this a few times on this record, start like... Like just with a very lit sparse on the record But here we come in Right, okay Blippy, bloppy I've put like kind of electric folk
1: Oh, I it, is. yeah Yeah, I've got a bit of steel yeah. ice band Yeah, yeah All around my hat okay. You
0: can imagine uh, robots doing the maypole Yeah, okay but I, My feeling this song is not that dissimilar to what I said about the other ones It's pleasant Uh-huh A little bit unremarkable
1: I actually really like this one oh,
0: you really like this one. I really I,
1: um, like this this melody see I, I find the music mm-hmm. quite uh,
0: nice I think the, the vocals are a little bit anodyne I'm just not sure when I'd put this on oh God I mean, none
1: of these songs I would ever choose to put on I don't think
0: right no oh no there's definitely at least one that I would okay
1: but, um, but no I, I really do like the melody I even I would forgive that sort of fake panpipe of the thing that was mm-hmm. unnecessarily mm. the, the, the choice of instrumentation don't get that. But I I like the melody loads. Um, that I I will give it a pass for a lot of other yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, again, I'm you know I'm very much in that kind of six 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 and a half kind of territory. Okay. Yeah, no,
1: I, I'm probably I'm probably more up to about seven seven and a half. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, we're really
0: bringing in the numbers this time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a numbers episode, apparently.
1: <laughs> so, and also this bit where there's kind of that low-key snare beat in the background yeah. just building up. I really and, like and that. And I quite
0: like the little the, the, there's a little kind of that he does with the, vo- with the vocal Doo-doo-doo. that I quite like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, again, again bits of this that I like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure how memorable that melody is for me I don't know how it's going to stick that's, in my head.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's fair enough. Um, it was one of the ones that you said, you know previous uh, the, the previous one on your listens through it got more and more catchy. Yeah. This was the one that did that for me. Oh, okay. Um, every time I was like Oh yeah, this tune. I remember this from last one, last time. I oh, think uh, yeah. there, there are do, bits do, do, of it do, as do. well. I don't this is this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Do, they don't need this breakdown. Um, it sounds a little bit weird, it's like playing backwards strings or something. Yeah. Fine. Not a problem, but don't need this. Yeah. But then it comes back in. So, yeah, it's cool. I I like this. I don't know why it's called I don't know why he's decided to call it The Man in the Moon and like I said at the start there are lots of nature references yeah. in the world around us and so at the very end we get the lyrics and the man up in the moon is shining good fortune down on me well, yeah okay yep. I don't know why it's The Man in the Moon but that doesn't well, matter I guess you Fine. whatever, who, who whatever knows? you want to do
0: who knows yeah. who knows what goes on in Mallorca
1: very true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh,
0: I've got nothing much else to add to this.
1: No, no. Um I mean I was thinking about um just all the kind of the naturey stuff that there is going on, and uh it turns out that apparently originally this album was gonna be all about it was like all about um frozen water. Okay. It was a, I see, I see, I see. That you've really reached for that one. And that was and pretty uh, you, I mean, one of the worst things I've done.
0: Yeah, did you did you did you did you feel that as you said it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not proud. No. She shouldn't be. No, fine. But there we go. Okay, so, yeah, that's my favourite of the three so far, anyway. Yeah. You'd say the second one was your favourite of the the three so far? No,
0: no, no, no. I'd say I'd, I kind of hold all three of those in a similar. pretty similar okay, regard. I, you know, I'm perfectly happy to spend time with any one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You haven't sold me a record yet. No.
1: No, okay, entirely true. Okay, cool. Well, okay, look, there's only ten tracks on this record, so that's the first three done. Okay, well, let's go albums. Let's do the albums. We're looking first at the week of May the 22nd to 28th, which is the, uh, the week that the album was number one. There was... The Deacon Blues Greatest Hits was uh, number one for two weeks previous to that. So I've included that in the kind of the rest of the roundup. We'll see what else was going on. But the week that we're looking at, uh, number 10 is Dusty Springfield Best Of. Mm-hmm. Number nine is Blur Park Life. Mm. Uh, and number eight is Crash Test Dummies, God Shuffled His Feet, <sighs> which, again, we've just mentioned before. Don't understand why that was a thing. I don't
0: understand, yeah. we don't understand why what, what they weren't stopped. <laughs> yeah bizarre.
1: Uh, number seven is uh, The Seeker's Greatest Hits. Number six is Pink Floyd's Division Bell. The
0: Seeker's Greatest Hits? That's a weird one for the middle. What was Number what, seven.
1: What prompted that? Or it was bound to be some song. Yeah, they're going to have to
0: have had something that had done something yeah, fuck knows. in the mainstream. But uh,
1: yeah, it's Pink Floyd's Division Bell, number six. Chris DeBerg, This Way Up, at number five. Oh, man, we, they didn't get to number one. Shame. Come on. Shame. Uh, number four, Cranberries. Everyone else is doing it, et cetera, et cetera, which mm-hmm. is still we aren't doing for another kind of three episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, number three, Eternal, Always and Forever. And I have not heard an Eternal album. And I've, I've not got, heard an album i, I mean I, I seem to remember liking a single oh some great pop singles yeah. really good but no i've not I can't imagine an album would be full of good pop singles uh, and then number two is the deacon blues greatest hits our time uh, other stuff though that came out. sonic youth released experimental jet set trash and no star
0: that's the one with bulls and the heather, on and the lead heather. Single, yeah
1: yeah absolutely and it got to number 10 which again for a pretty left field sonic youth album I think it's a high seller. Yeah, but that's
0: yeah, but that's that's selling to a fan base, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's selling to a fan base, and it's selling to, uh, to people who've heard Kurt Cobain, go Sonic Youth, They're Brilliant. Yeah, of course, it is. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, everyone
0: had a fucking Sonic Youth T-shirt. Oh, I yeah, think.
1: exactly, exactly. One of the most iconic images, you know that that uh, the front of Goo. Yeah. So yeah, no matter what the album sounded like, it was going to sell well. Mm-hmm. Whether or not people listen to it after week two, different story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the auteurs released "Now I'm a Cowboy," got number twenty-seven, and. They, they were getting a lot of press at that mm-hmm. time, so I understand they were getting top thirty hit. That's fair enough, um, but uh, they didn't stick around. Nah. You no, know, they didn't have a lot of uh, longevity in it. Uh, they
0: were the outers before you knew it.
1: Oh, look at that! Nice. Hey, eh? eh? hey. Uh, the Violent Femmes released New Times, and I don't remember that one bit because no. the only thing I remember Violent Femmes for is that that late or mid eighties one with uh, Blister in the Sun, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember them releasing anything in nineteen ninety four. I don't either. No. Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, no. i remember that coming out well, i don't remember that coming out it's called dulcinea i'm not, not i'm not fucking fucking getting involved
0: i'm not getting involved if you call your band toad the wick sprocket then i'm not getting
1: involved it was one of those ones where it, this band just appeared and mm-hmm. started to be talked about toad the wick sprocket and surely someone must have gone don't talk about that it's the worst band name that's ever happened let's just not talk if we ignore it it'll go away yeah, exactly I don't know why they ever made an impression on anybody. I couldn't tell you what the music sounds like. I honestly couldn't. I I couldn't either. And I I, I don't want to. No, I'm I'm okay. I don't want to. I can tell you exactly what anal cunts... Uh, music sounds like with yeah. everyone should be killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's their album from May 1994. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I mean, that, you know, it, I mean, it, it's it's a one note joke. But if you're pure, It's oh, it's God, quite. Exactly. I mean, they, they
0: had some pretty fucking horrific titles. as oh, I recall. when
1: that was the that was the point. Yeah, indeed. Um, Heavy D and the Boys released Nothing But Love. Mm. Actually, I, I, was that? I mean, that was well post. Oh, their, yeah, yeah. Um, well past the yeah. This the is big heyday.
0: this is uh, where are we? Ninety four. Yeah. So this yeah. is after he had the uh, um, the verse on the night on the Naughty by Nature album where he's like, um, "Cause I went pop, and I still kept my ghetto pass and anyone who laughs can kiss my yellow ass."
1: Right. Yes. Okay.
0: Heavy D was one of those was one of them lads that he took the coin. Mm-hmm. He did the thing. He paved the way in the mainstream. But you know he had a he had a bit of respect in the game. Heavy D. Okay. You know? All right. And you know he, you know he's he, one of the only gangster rappers that ever had a verse on a uh michael jackson song
1: oh he did as well was that one of the, um, whenever we did um dangerous, it, it, dangerous maybe like it. it's jam i can't remember oh, if he's on one. that but he's on one of but the yeah tracks he, is. He, does, he does a rhyme on that i forgot about that completely yeah, yeah. god rest his soul anyway oh quite uh, and then the last one i've got is the debut album by jerry the damager with the sun rises in the east and that is a fucking classic and that is i again i remember it being talked about at the time yeah and i think i had the single was it me and the papes off that no, me and the papes is on uh, Rather oh, so. Than Math. All right, so what's the, what was the I single think. off that one? Um, well, I, I remember hearing something off and going, oh, that's okay, but I didn't investigate any further. Uh, no, but the, then the, everyone was talking about this mate, it's Jerry's. a
0: brilliant record it's yeah. a, it's you know it's a, it's a primo production mm-hmm. it's very much an extension of um of that gangsta sound in a way but with a kind of a more staccato kind of slightly more aggressive you know oh, sure. like, J. is like when he was at his best he was like that that lyrical ghetto prophet you know mm-hmm. i you know i think by the time he got to his third album. He'd fallen off quite a lot, okay. and, and you know, and some of the views and opinions don't really, right? I see. don't really hold up. Okay, so it's one of those records that you, I think if you listen back to some of it with modern perspective, you can be like, oh, a little no. bit, a couple of little bits here and there are a little bit problematic. I but see. Okay, in terms of that sound, that you know, New York primo. As a soundbite of where hip hop was at that time, mm. it is a fucking brilliant record, and I and right. I think it still, I think it still sounds up. I think there's some great uh, rhymes and cuts on that record. I'm okay, try, I'm trying to remember what the single is off of it because my brain off doesn't, your, uh, doesn't work anymore. But off um, the TV. you can't start,
1: stop the profit. Can't stop the profit. That's you can't amazing. Stop the profit. It's brilliant. A fucking brilliant track. Yes. That's yeah. wonderful. That tune. Okay. Well, look. Fair enough. There's your albums. Like, okay. Uh, mixed bag. Uh, not huge amounts of stuff. No. But okay. It's but I, I would
0: recommend anyone that likes hip hop, old school hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. If you're if you're coming to old school hip hop and you, you know, you you want to dig into some of the deeper cuts, definitely give that um, it, it, give that j record a spin and the second one. It's it, it's you know it's definitely worth your time. You'll find something in it. I think. So let's go back into track four then.
1: All right. And this
0: one's called So the Story Goes. i just realised I've spelt the word goes wrong
1: on my notes somehow. That's impressive to do. Mm. So, okay, light light electropop. Yeah, again, we're starting slow. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more kind of drama Cord- or Cordier, Yeah, drama. Yeah. Now, here's Andy, right.
0: And he's yeah, he's up in his higher register a little bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the first couple of times I heard this, uh, this bit of the song, I was like, well, I haven't taken to this really, this bit. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is just going to be what
1: the song's like. Okay, yeah. And he's talking about, again, he's talking about like a nice beach that he wishes he was mm. at. So a similar theme mm. to something we've seen before. Mm. Right, okay, we're starting so, to build yeah, towards Builds something. a little bit. So, and. Um,
0: Kind of wondering which way is it going to go. We've still got, obviously, just got mainly chords underneath.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay, it's an interesting choice.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, uh, remember that video of that kid singing the song? I I, I can't remember how it goes off the top of my head. It was like a famous early internet viral thing like they go <laughs> Oh no I, 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 was, okay. I can't fucking uh, Mumba Mumba or whatever it was called okay. No idea Okay so now that it's, it dropped into this really bouncy kind of sci-fi infused beat okay. and you've got these like choral vocals Yeah samples, it's like a, a choir even...
1: going on Yeah Hmm It's like musical theatre yeah. kind of choir
0: And I find you know I find this along with it. it kind of builds and swoops and, again, this is one that once this came in, I liked this more and more with each I one. see. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm still not sure about some of the more melodramatic vocal decisions that sure. are made here. Because it is a very, like you said, the- theatrical. Oh, it,
1: I get big musical theatre yeah, kind of vibes from this. Yeah. sure.
0: But for me, after the first three tracks, this is the one that's got the most character of the track so far.
1: Oh, I see. That's a nice way of thinking about it, actually. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. I There's parts of this that I get Depeche Mode vibes from.
0: Yeah, I, I can 100% go with that. I, you know, I hadn't thought of it until you said it, but I'm like, you said that, and I was like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, get, I get some of that well, you know, coming through.
0: You know, Vince, of course, well,
1: having been a member of Depeche Mode. Well, very much so, and, you know, presumably has been keeping tabs on what they do. Mm. Um, there's a bit coming up here. Is it here? Yeah. Um, and I've said it's already It's, it's a bit musical theatre But there's a bit Coming up that is Just like Oh this is surely From Phantom of the Opera Yeah You know um, Where Okay we've got The the, the, the little boys choir Going mm-hmm. on And then this bit the It's like Whoa Whoa, 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 I, oh, whoa, whoa. See, I, I like it I do I like, like it I like this as well oh, no, I do like I'm it like, But yeah. it's so It's almost like Parody of yeah. theater, Musical theatre
0: Yeah I mean you know If anyone's gonna If anyone can get away With doing a bit of High camp
1: it's Erasure. Oh, sure. Of course, of course. I mean, th- I'm sure there was one of the songs on the previous album that we, we looked at where it was like, oh, mate, are you just trying to write a West End show at this point? Sure. Yeah. And, they, and I still think maybe they should have done. Maybe so. I think
0: I think a West End show of Erasure songs is... Oh, solid. I mean, it's, it's just waiting to happen, surely.
1: solid. Don't know about this bit where he's got this like deep voice intonation over the <laughs> outro. It's yeah. a little bit enigma, isn't it? It is exactly, yeah. yeah. And oh I, I we've talked a few times about having, you know, kids singing on your songs, mm-hmm. and does it ever really work? Sometimes, sometimes it can. I don't think this does. Uh, I don't think this bit does. I think
0: I like the bit earlier in the track when it when the, the oh, calls right. start coming
1: in. Did you? Oh right, no, I wasn't fan so of that. So I it. See, I really like that. I, I see, think that okay. makes the
0: track. I don't like I think the intro's a little
1: I guess it's all just very a, strange. Just a
0: couple of little odd choices. But uh, overall, I enjoy spending time with this song.
1: Right, okay. And I have nothing against odd choices at all. Hey, give stuff a shot. Of course, not a problem. I don't think it all works. I, I think 20% of that is excellent. 80% of it is. Are you sure? And sometimes you are, and sometimes you're not. I, oh, I'll be honest with you, I, I think. Just because it stands
0: out, mm-hmm. it's probably my favourite of the tracks so, so far. So far, okay. Just, be- not right. be- just because it's the one that makes me go, oh, what's going on here? Sure, okay. And as I say, each listen, I liked it a little bit more. So uh, that's that one. Let's try track five, which track- is one called uh, Run to the Sun. So here me. we there are, right. high energy. right? And I'll be honest with you, I've been waiting for something with a little bit more pace. I see, yeah, Okay.
1: yeah. And this was another single. This is the second single. Got yep. to number six in July of ninety four. Mm-hmm. And it definitely d- sounds more like what you'd go oh, typical Erasure. You yeah. Know? Oh, this is what I expect from Erasure. Maybe. Yeah. I'm reminded of the song chorus from the yep. that album of, because of this. It's all very shiny, bright, yep. day glow. There's a, a lot, lot going on.
0: I, I think it's got. I think it's got a really solid uh, co- uh, a verse vocal, and it's got. A pretty decent chorus,
1: yeah. And I like the transition because it's major into minor key as well. Yeah. I like that they flip it for the chorus. So yeah, I mean, look, I
0: I, I like this one. I, I don't think this is top tier Erasure, no, but it's solid. I think this is this is one where you could be like, this could argue for its place on a on a set list live. This is one that mm-hmm. could, you know, if you've got if you've got a two CD greatest hits, you could argue that you'll find its way into yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think this is good, and it's. It's. It feels like the album's starting to take a little bit of shape as this one kind of comes in.
1: Right. Okay. And uh, yeah. And like you say, you've been waiting for something a bit more like this because yeah. we've had a couple of more slow, ballady ones. Mm-hmm. We've had, uh, you know, a very strange musical one just now. Mm-hmm. And for this to come through is is at least a nice shiny surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: do like that. Dun, 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 I do see. Dun, dun, I do not dun, dun, like dun, dun, the sound dun, 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 of that synth
1: one bit. I like. I quite like it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. No, I, I get that that's what you know you do in nineteen ninety four, I really yeah. do. Everyone had that sort of a sound, but it it kind of rankles with me.
0: Oh, I see I don't yeah. mind it at all. No, I don't no. I think it's I think it sits in place here.
1: Okay, alright. No, I, I think like you say, it's not the best erasure song you're ever gonna hear. Um it doesn't have the huge chorus that mm-hmm. some of their songs do, but it's absolutely fine. Yeah. That's what we find. However, let's talk about the video. Right. Oh, is there a video for There's this? There's a video for this, right? right. Is, this is, is the second it single Of course, it's fucking dreadful, mate. Dreadful. Um, It's... Really... So, you open on Alexanderplatz in Berlin, which I only know because of one of the Bourne films. It's this, like, depot... And they have put a really big kind of gyroscopic sculpture in bad, awful CGI around it. Yeah. And it's spinning and it's like, there's, there's little, little planety balls going all around it.
0: Planety balls. Planety
1: balls. And at the very centre is Andy Bell. Yeah. In uh, a silver shirt and trousers. Okay. Silver face paint and glitter all over him. But the thing okay. is, they, they, they've, because they've got uh, face paint on him, it doesn't make him look silver It just makes him look really sweaty Okay, right Because right. he just looks moist yeah. By the way, this bit This is the most erasure thing yeah, We've yeah, heard yeah. so far That really on, is this is nice Now like that's alright, that
0: It sounds like Josh Wink <laughs> I
1: think you've got a bit far there um, So he's at the centre of this this sculpture And everything's spinning around him And there are other uh, people Standing on the Planety Balls planet spin- balls. balls Spinning right. around him um, And they are in Very, very short shorts okay. And they have uh, Head to toe body paint and glitter on yeah. and one of them is Jason Statham fuck off absolutely oh that's it's amazing jason statham doing kind of those really hand dance moves absolutely. and looking the most serious as well of course he's, he's no, looking serious you know he's not cracking any smiles he's not having any fun yeah. orbiting andy bell yeah but he's dancing like his life depends on it in his swimming trunks well it probably does that's true enough it's,
0: it ain't worked for a while no uh,
1: and yeah he's just there looking you know fucking ripped do,
0: do you reckon they employed him because he had his own swimming trunks from the diving more than likely yeah, why yeah. wouldn't you um Incidentally, just on a chase, I, I yes. saw The Meg 2 the other week. Uh-huh. And it is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Really? absolutely awful. I
1: mean, I didn't expect it to be good, but it one of the worst. Te- it was terrible. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's another reason I shan't be seeing The Meg well, 2. I mean, you're never going to be seeing never it. Not a chance. Um, but I, right, I looked into, uh, you know, was this the first thing that Jason Satan ever did on like in the music videos? And it's the second. The first one was the previous year. He was in a video for The Shaman. For oh, their yeah. song "Coming On," it's coming on, it's,
0: it's coming ca- on, yeah. coming on strong.
1: I'll tell you what, that uh, video is fucking dreadful. Yeah, like you know, almost worse. It's it's Jason Statham in uh, swimming trunks, essentially oiled up, head to toe, yeah. dancing on top of some awful CGI mushrooms.
0: Is he is he smiling? No. Of course not. Right. You've just described the same thing, but with different CGI. It's exactly
1: it. It really is. Well, maybe but, he's the go-to what, guy for the, that. They, what what uh, the Shaman video does have, though, is Mr. C doing Jamaican patois. Of course so, it does. You know, so uh, maybe did they win for mm, that? I don't know. Well, it, mm.
0: it, it depends whether it's the race at the top or the race at the bottom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's quite. It's one. It's one of those races. Could uh, Statham move a bit? I mean. No, I, I, not really. I, I I don't want to disparage him because I fucking love Statham films. I know I, you do. I'm a big fan of do. a shit Statham film, and I, you know maybe the direction was. Tell you what, would you mind dancing like you don't want to in a cold room? Would that be all right? Right. Yeah, fine. That's what he's doing.
0: Wait, that that was the direction. Why would that be the direction? Well, you never know. These artistic <laughs> people. Krista's <laughs> list of ideas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So right. anyway,
1: the video is. It, to me is, is the selling point For that song
0: Great so yeah. that was a, That was a single then That was that's yeah, that was the second, second f- single
1: okay. yeah.
0: And I think that's a good choice For a single I think that's I think Yeah that's I can a, see that's why a, That's a good record I can see why Alright well let's do Track number six Yes indeed
1: This was always Now this was the first single right Yes it was yeah. This was like Kind of the lead single in there mm-hmm. The first thing anyone heard It was from, uh, released in April 94 So like a month before the album It got to number four In the charts this single mm-hmm. And every time I was reading reviews yeah. as well, people mentioned this as, like, the big one. Oh, this is a classic yeah. Erasure single. This one stands yeah. up, etc. Uh-huh. I don't oh. remember it one bit.
0: Okay, no, I see. I mean, I do remember this. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, there's a lot of really cool stuff in the production of this, I think. I think it's a, I think yeah. it's a nice production. It goes well. But it's, as with, well, from, from my perspective anyway, as with everything else, it's... The, the quality of the vocal that separates this from the I mean mm-hmm. I, I, I I think this is a classic I think this is up there with the, their best work oh right really okay yeah, wow. I, I think this is a fucking brilliant song I, I love ah,
1: this ah right okay lovely good
0: so yeah I, I think it's you know vocal is like, beautiful fragile optimistic in the way that a lot of the best Andy Bell stuff is yeah. and just this build and live in harmony harmony uh, uh-huh. like, I think that's great. Yeah, I, yeah. I genuinely, just really. I, I, not much else to say about this. i, I oh, think nice. This is, a, okay. this is a fucking brilliant song.
1: Fair play. All right. I mean, how do you feel? Because I, mean, I think this is a very good tune. I like, think it's a very nice tune. I think there's loads of it. Works great. Yeah, it really does. And while I think it was, again, if I'm putting my um, uh, my my label head on, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have braved this as single number one. Oh, I think it's a this ballad.
0: Is, I, I think this is. I think this is.
1: I can see why. I think this is head and shoulders over everything else on the track. I see. But okay, it is a big tune. But the uh, the very first lines tickle me, right? It goes, Open your eyes. I see your eyes are open. Wear no disguise for me. Come into the open. Mm. So, like, not only is the the first two lines, open your eyes. Oh, no, they're open. Cool. He's rhyming open with open. Yeah. Like, straight away. It's it's not his best moment of songwriting.
0: Mm, okay, but I, I would say the fact that I hadn't picked up on that and it hadn't rankled well, me that, yeah, kind of means he's made a choice and got away with it. No,
1: he's definitely got away with it, yeah. if, if, you, if Exactly, if you didn't go, eh? then he definitely did, definitely did. Mm-hmm. Um, the video for this is something that you couldn't do today. Oh, really? What is Yeah, that? so we open on... A sort of an old Chinese landscape so the sort of thing you'd see in a, in a classic okay. Chinese painting I'm, I'm,
0: I've already slightly got the fear
1: yeah um, you know it might. It, it, I think it's described as a like a scroll painting inspired setting yeah. so it's got like a, a, kind of a pagoda thing sure. they're in a little garden Andy Bell is there in what looks like some Chinese sorcerer's clothes okay right and he is there to rescue a woman who has been frozen she's okay. in snow and she's frozen solid and she's in traditional Chinese garb as well. Is she Chinese? Not even close. Okay. Right. And then he he has a, a magical orb that, um, that yep. changes the seasons. We've yep. talked about that. It changes the seasons. And the sun comes out and flowers bloom. And she defrosts. And it's all mm-hmm. lovely. She starts playing uh, like a classic Chinese instrument as mm-hmm. well. And then a dragon comes, which is essentially a man on stilts in a mask. Okay. and An evil dragon and freezes them all again. And he has to do it again and defeat the evil dragon because okay. the dragon's evil. Uh, and then, for some reason, at the very end, it pans to a kind of a cross on a grave. Okay. Not of, I, of anyone, perhaps of the dragon, I don't know. But it's a, a definite Chinese man's photo that's on the cross. Uh-huh. But it looks like they've coloured in his eyebrows to be really big. Oh. And then uh, Andy Bell flies away into the sky in his Sorcerer's Wizard's clothes.
0: Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound so much as something they couldn't do these days, just something they shouldn't do. <laughs> well,
1: they should have done at the time. Ever. Yeah. That sounds bad. Is, is, the, is the dragon good? No, it's terrible. It's It, no, it really is a man on stilts in, uh, like, a mask that you'd buy in a Halloween shop. Okay. Uh, with some long red fingernails. That's the extent of the dragon. And it's not like he's got a, a big tail or body. It's a man on stilts. Where's,
0: where's, where's Vince Clark in all of this?
1: Uh, crying in the background, I'd imagine. Uh, absent. Or... Yeah counting his money somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very good. And there's also uh, at bits there um, the Andy Bell wizard characters are some Mm backflips and they have made no effort to have the, the stunt double person look like Andy Bell at all. Nice. And so whenever you do catch a glimpse of like the side of his face you go, not even not even similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a chance. Um, and so it looks to me maybe that the director was like, well, oh, I'll tell you what, I do know some people in the circus that could get pretty cheap. And you think he's got his own stilts? What's
0: more important? Is mm. it the fact that he looks like him or that his name was Randy Bell? <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Bandy L. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is nice. And one thing I also do like about the song, and I think it's a, a relatively brave move for a, you know, a lead single, is that they go from 4-4... Into 5 4 time at the end of each chorus to fit the word in. Because it's like, yeah. harmony, harmony. oh, oh. There you And there is an extra bit on that they don't that, have to do. That's the,
0: that, that's why it's got me, man. It's, it's appealed oh, to it's, the prog fans. it's tool.
1: Honestly, they didn't need to do it. They could have not had the extra word that they wanted to put in, mm-hmm. or they could have just started the next line over the top of the previous mm-hmm. one and kept it in 4 4, but they didn't. And it's every single chorus. Yeah. So it is, it's weird. It, it's, I think like, that chorus is fucking it's, glorious. Man. It's, it is. It's very nice. It's nice, but I think that is jarring in a good way because mm-hmm. it makes me notice it, and I'm like, "That is a that's a choice you've made. Mm-hmm. Very, very de- deliberate choice.
0: Very much. Nice. No, really good. Really like that one. Right. Um, well,
1: he, he, do let's see if you uh, agree with uh, Peter Pafides from the Melody Maker because very rarely his review of this at the time, right? A bittersweet feast of feelings, with Andy Bell's ethereally lachrymose moan, tantalising and trapping you forever, with a chorus so ravishing that even the Four Tops, I can't help myself, sounds like the toy dolls by comparison. Truly, the work of angels.
0: I mean, I, I mean, I think that is maybe slightly over effusive. Calm but, down. my god. But, but I do, I do genuinely really like this song. I, I, I do think it's a, yeah. I do, I do think it's a very, very, very great pop song. I think if I if I went to see Erasure live. Or had a greatest hits and this song wasn't on it i would be furious be,
1: okay no well the sounds like they were this is yeah. one of the ones they do still um remixes right they do the remixes of all the singles there is a remix of this and it was brought to my attention by uh, someone on twitter who i'm sure we'll get to later by uh capella oh God! Right? Do you remember capella yeah, that yeah. The sort of dance rave pop pop mm-hmm. thing right and there are obviously uh, many instances you, you know of when a remix is essentially they've given a band £2,000 and they've gone, well, we've got this sitting in the vaults that we weren't going to release. Yeah. We'll stick your vocals over it. And this is one of the most blatant of this for me. So you know, he- I, I call
0: that Apex Twin Syndrome.
1: Oh, sure, sure. Right, here's the Capella Club remix of Always, right? And so, actually, I'm, I'm going to skip through a couple of bits. Yeah. It does this. No okay. Yeah, that, that, it works for what they're doing. There's Andy Bell's vocal. But right, let, let me get to when it kicks in, okay? That's just a capella song.
0: Yeah, hey, I don't care for this.
1: That's literally, I'm sure they released this. I think this is one of their tunes. I mean, I will play you capellas You Got To Know. You don't have to. Here you go. I yeah.
0: mean, I mean, capella in not very varied songwriting. <laughs> Shocker!
1: Shocker! Yeah, true. And yeah.
0: N- next thing you know, you'll tell me that the CNC Music Factory remix sounds <laughs> a little bit like any one of their other songs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Goddamn. Yeah. Now that, that's a real swear, take the money read. and run. That is. Oh mate. Yeah. Rubbish. And also, we had a note on Twitter. Have you ever heard of a video game called Robot Unicorn Attack? No. Of course not, because I can't believe it exists. It's a fucking stupid name for a video I mean, game. well, I mean... But it does exist. I looked it up. Okay. And always, the just the original version, was the main song on that video. It's like from early 2000s. Well, there you go. Like, and some people going, oh, I remember this. I looked at it when I was watching the video, with loads of the YouTube comments. I went, oh, I remember playing, you know, Robot Unicorn Attack for hours on whatever console they had. Well,
0: what the fuck? I mean, yeah, that's that's that sounds quite niche.
1: It really does. Right. Um, just very quickly, the last thing, um, talking about remixes, did you know that uh, Cypress Hill, apparently, were going to do a remix of this whole album? Uh, it was going to be a dedication for the Friends. It was going to be called Essay, Essay, Essay. That
0: was a lot of long-form
1: writings. Oh, well, that too, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You really shouldn't have bothered. No, I, no I'm yeah. sorry I did, to be honest. Mm. Okay. Well, there we go. All right, we're pretty much two or two-thirds of the way through. So, yeah. Uh, some singles.
0: Well, actually, before you do, I want oh, to please. tell you that, um, funnily enough, this record was actually heavily influenced by by gangster rap. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, basically, they they kind of thought back to the start, so the beginning of gangster rap, and what a prototype for it could be. Yeah, yeah. And they were heavily influenced um, by the work of Ice T. Uh huh. And they went, okay, well, what if, instead of Ice-T, we go further back? And all, ice all the way a, back. Right. Yeah, Ice-A. The, mm. the second Ice-A, Ice-A, Ice-A. It was planned to be uh, a series of records. Ice-B, Ice-B, Ice-B. Ice yeah. But they, they, they just lost interest
1: in the project. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um,
0: and do you see how it feels when someone does it to you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, not, it's not nice, is it? It's not well, nice. I, I never do it to be nice. Don't worry no, about that. Right. No. <laughs>
0: Let's... Take a break for a minute, and let's go and check out our singles. Lovely
1: stuff. Okay, for again the week uh, of the singles, the top ten is May twenty second, twenty eighth. So halfway through nineteen ninety four. Yep. Um, number ten uh, is one that we saw, I think, in the last episode we did. Uh, is Eternals just a step from heaven? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number nine, and this is a huge track that you're going to get straight away, but we don't need to talk too much about it because we're going to do the full album. Okay, it's prodigy. No good start Dance. Yes, it is. Yeah. So we're going to be looking at the. Uh, the actual full album, Music for the Generation, in a few episodes' time. But yeah, that's that got to number nine at this point, mm-hmm. and I loved that tune.
0: Oh, mate. I suppose, that's that's p- arguably my
1: favourite prodigy show. Fair play. Uh, number eight, and I cannot imagine you're going to get this at all. But just in case, I've put it in. It's it's sort of a, a boy band. And obviously because it's yeah. 1994, there's a bit of R&B, there's a bit of dance. Yeah.
0: That, that's, that really does sound like a, a light George Michael, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it does, actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or sped up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pitched up to eight.
0: I'm trying to think which boy band it's going to be. Is it like a real kind of uh, real also-ran?
1: Oh, it's, oh, very much so. It's like A1 or something like yeah, that. It's, it's along those lines. I remember the name, but I could never... I, I couldn't tell you anyone who's in it or anyone, uh, any of the songs...
0: And that really sounds like um, that really sounds like um, a cross between Gary Barlow and Robbie Williams.
1: Oh, I see. Sure, yeah, and it definitely sounds like early to Take That. Yeah, Back I mean, it's very much sounds yeah. like
0: that. so. Uh, I mean, I, I know I don't know who it is. No,
1: heard. I mean, if I told you it's called "More to This World," does that ring any bells? No, no, why would it? Uh, Bad Boys Inc.
0: Oh, bad boys? I mean, I'd have never got there. No, of course not. I forgot they existed. Yeah,
1: and for good reason.
0: Bad boys incorporate. They sound like such bad boys, don't they? Oh, oh threatening. Don't hang around in the street corners with mean, these do, lads. I, I, do, I do rate the fact that as well as being bad boys, though, they have found the time to incorporate themselves at companies' company's house. That is
1: well. You don't want to lose all your money if you go bankrupt. Absolutely, yeah. that's right. Exactly. You, you have got to
0: protect your assets. <laughs>
1: uh number seven uh we've seen before is cj lewis sweets from my sweet because uh, we've talked about the terrible not, reggae that let's, was let's going on let's not talk about that anymore now, uh this one and again right this is number six mm-hmm. we don't have to say too much about this because we're gonna have to talk about it another time oh no yeah
0: is it too unlimited yes
1: it is which is the track it's the real thing which i think is the also the title of the album uh, that we're going to have to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, it certainly does sound like the real thing.
1: Oh, you can. not It's not fake. This, you, this yeah. is definitely too unlimited. Like the, you know, like the difference between fake dog shit and real dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so yes. Number five. Does he say techno
0: at all in this song?
1: Uh, I have not listened that far through. Okay. Uh, I, I will when I have to. Why do they never Lord. have a record
0: called Techno Prisoners?
1: Oh, that would be good. I like that. There you go. Surely that's just more of a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Okay, so that's number five. Number four, you might remember this song. You go, oh yeah, I know that. You won't know who it is. I mean, oh, it's, it's, just just a, chart. it's just every song, isn't it? Yeah, let me skip to the vocals, in case that gives it away.
0: I mean, it's just one of those dirty fucking Euro dance tracks. Yeah. I've, no, got, I've got no idea who... No, who there, sorry, there
1: was, it almost like interchangeable at yeah. this point. Um, uh, I think it's about to say the, the chorus. Oh, no, whatever. Uh, it's Max with two X's and no. Get Away.
0: I, I, I don't think I've ever heard that before.
1: No. I, I,
0: I'm glad that they've got the woman from 2 Unlimited in there. Of though. course.
1: Generic techno yeah, yeah. female vocals.
0: A woman singing something. Exactly. Shout, out, shout out to Big Rob Deering.
1: Yeah. Uh, number four uh, we did before is Stiltskin Inside. Yeah, uh, which is still absolute parody. Number three. Uh, it's almost a shame that we're not going to have to do this album. Is it though? Potentially. Ooh. Oh. Ah. Because we did an album of, of theirs before. Yes. And it was a lot of fun. N-
0: no. I see seventeen.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, oh. I, I, I don't remember this What's song. What's the track? Little bit of reggae, kind of
0: enjoying it, though. <laughs> around the world, there you are. Around ain't the world, no place like home.
1: Fucking hell, mate! Around the no, world, no, Yeah, this is a fucking good tune. I, I think you're overestimating Come how good this tune is, Dave.
0: Oh, they're they're there again, man. <laughs> Look, don't mess with... Uh, don't mess with... Uh, what, Tony? The, yeah, like Ivor Novello winning. Tony. Oh, that's
1: very true as well. Ivor Novello, fuck me. Uh, but no, we, I don't think the album is on our radar at all. Look,
0: man, no E17,
1: no The Streets. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'll take so that. you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, number two, and, you know, what? I'm playing this at number two. We are going to see this a lot. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Because it's that song. Mm-hmm. This was ni- 1994. Yeah. And... You f- where do you feel it? In, y- in your fingers? In my finger. Do you, f- you, f- you feel it in your toes? I do. Jesus,
0: this fucking song never went away, did yeah. it? Wet, wet, wet. Love wet, is all around. Love is all around. From the s- notably from the soundtrack of Four Weddings and a Funeral.
1: I know, I know. But and, yeah, I think this was... This, it was 16 weeks, was this? Yeah. Huge. 14 or 16 just, number just one. just something so despicable about Marky, Marty Pello. But there obviously, of course there is. Um, but I also just keep hearing stories about it, just how much of an absolute arsehole he was, especially yeah. at this time, because he was on fucking a lot of drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and he was just this little, uh, you know, he was, what the, he was an electrician el- or el- 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 carpenter from Glasgow. He got yeah. got lucky. Mm-hmm. He was just this little, shitty little kid. And there's there's part of me that goes... That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. You're a massive cunt. Yeah. But that's funny because then he puts this, you know, smiles into the camera and sings this lovely love song yeah, and yeah. all the women love him. And you know that they do not want yeah. Marty. Paolo. He's
0: he's just a fucking scrotum. He's a yeah.
1: scum. Yeah. Uh, okay. So there's your top. Oh, no, no. Sorry. There's not your top time because that's number two. Number one is the Man United football squad But Come On You Reds. Oh, yeah. We don't need to hear that. Don't need it. I right. bet it's not on Spotify. I I got it removed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, other <laughs> songs that came out in the three-week period that we're doing here. Uh, this one got to number 14. Oh. Um, ding, ding, ding. I know what this is. Yeah. It, this was maybe the second single off the album. Is it Stone Temple Pilots? No. no but. Hang on. Some pilots definitely wanted to be this band at some point. Oh, it's Pearl Jam! It's Pearl Jam.
0: Oh, is it Splin the Black? No, it's not Splin the Black Circle. Jeremy Ledbetter or something like that. No. Well,
1: no. Uh, Dissident. Dissident. There you go. Yeah, Dissident. Uh, f- I'm, uh,
0: there's going to be f- f- big Pearl Jam fans here. They'll be very upset. At me oh, me. will be
1: sc- they'll be screaming from the very first note on that.
0: I but yeah. Dissident. Yeah. I I just stopped listening to Pearl Jam. I, I, whenever I go back and listen to Pearl Jam, I would have a nice time. Maybe I just... So what is it? Is this on on the, verses? The, oh, this is on
1: verses still. Yeah, I should have known. I've so. listened to verses a bit. Uh, let me just... It yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely on, on verses. verses. Yeah, yeah. Um. And,
0: yeah. but I kind of... I, I was such an obsessive. It's weird, actually. I don't really understand why, because I was such an obsessive fan of Ten, mm. and then Verses came out, and I listened to it a couple of times, and I didn't love it at the time, and when I hear it now, I. I think it's pretty, pretty oh, no, but solid I, but
1: that's exactly why you took it. Um, I did the same I was like oh great Yeah, th- these 10 songs are fantastic then they come out with verses and it was a lot more sort of harsh mm. and you know scratchy guitars mm. rather than the sheen of 10 mm. I was like oh well bollocks to you then mm.
0: And yeah, and I remember like the third record, which is the one that had Spin the Black yeah. right now. I can't remember what it was called. Vitality? It was called Vitalogy. I remember not liking that. I
1: thought but it was a bit dull.
0: Yeah, mm. and I, I've gone back, though. I've, I've got a few. I, I would like to see him live, I've got to say. And one I've, of the I've, ones that I've never seen. I yeah, right. definitely do the homework to go and see him live. Fair enough. If you're a Pearl Jam fan, tell us what the, the, the best records we, of the latter career are that we should be
1: listening to. Well, don't do that. We're just going to get. Everyone's going to go different ones. There'll be a hundred different tracks. We're not going to do anything about it Oh, shit, no. No. All right, uh, so that came out. Uh, This one came out, and this got to number 13. And we kind of briefly mentioned this before.
0: On a shoot, baby, salt and pepper.
1: Yes, mate. salt and pepper Uh, 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 shoot. And uh, I remember being surprised. We were talking about the album this came out on. And I had it in my head that this came out a lot earlier than 1994. But then, yeah, okay, yeah, Then it makes sense. So of course, it's
0: not the best track on this record. That remains.
1: Oh, um, I've got AIDS. Is oh, I've it? got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the joy of finding that! My God. Fine. Uh, right. So, uh, number thirteen, that got to Alice Cooper released "Lost in America." Don't remember that mm-hmm. one bit. Okay. We got to number twenty-two. Moby released "Him." H Y M N got to number thirty-one. Don't remember that either. This one I do remember coming up, coming out, and I liked it at the time. And they're kind of constantly gone. Oh, one of the great lost bands of the nineties, or one. Yeah. This is one of the, the singles that no one really talks about. And I, I very much like this. I might even have it somewhere. I'm not sure, but I don't remember. I never checked out anything else from the band. I do, I do like that guitar tone. Mm, it's nice. I mean, it's very 1994 yeah, uh, kind of course. college rock. This only got to number forty in the UK. I think it might have done a little bit better in the states, or at least it was more on rotation over on MTV over there. Wow, I
0: don't know what the fuck it is.
1: And uh, uh, let me skip to a chorus.
0: Oh, what is this man? I remember this song. Yeah. Mhm. Hey, 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 like be Yeah. What the fuck is this? Oh man, this is gonna annoy me.
1: Yeah. I'm will just the, tell the, you. The, yeah, go on then. It was called Low. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Theme of you like being low by a band called Cracker.
0: Cracker, that's it. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Off the
1: album Kerosene Hat. Yeah, I'll t- I, I tell you why I remember this song, mm-hmm. actually. Do you
0: remember a few years ago, there was that there was that pop quiz app that we were fucking all about? Oh, Song Pop. Song Pop, yeah. It was one of the tracks off of that.
1: Ah, right. That makes me definitely think it was bigger in the States. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, yeah, it only got number four. I think
0: Cracker are like one of those kind of, they're, they're, they're kind of a bit of a punchline in the, the landfill grunge
1: I mean, kind I d- of thing.
0: I think, I think they're more talked about as... And they're like the soil of grunge.
1: <laughs> soil of God. That's a, a horrible thing to say to anybody. Um there's a couple other bands. Who did that one? Standing in a phone box with a something in my hand. Like ones that one hit wonders essentially, yeah. in in the UK at least, where you go, Oh, whatever happened to, you know, yeah. I bet you they're stacking shelves these days. Yeah. Cracker would be one of those ones. Of course. Yeah. Uh, okay, Naz released It Ain't Hard to Tell, which mm-hmm. only got to number sixty four.
0: Yeah, but Hibble right. wasn't selling in this country at that time. Not at
1: all. Um, one that I would have done uh, and played, except it's not on Spotify New Kingdom released Good Times. Oh, what? You know, Good
0: Times isn't on Spotify. No, no New Kingdom. I mean, recently, um, up until recently, you could get unicorns and horse t- Oh, really? Oh, yeah, well. I don't where that's gone. Gone. Uh,
1: only got to number eighty-seven in the UK. Good times, man. What a yeah. track that is! But and again, we talked about them a little bit when we did our Sensor episode last because they supported Sensor, and Sensor were like huge fans mm-hmm. of theirs and big them up all the time. And yeah, uh, you, me and my mates loved those records. Yeah, but they did fuck all. And, yeah, and yeah. Didn't they they were
0: real fucking cult hit records. Yeah,
1: sure. I don't even think they did better in the States. I think they were nah, absolutely they even did. less known over there.
0: Yeah, I, I think fucking those records are great, man. They're like real, real classic records. Yeah, yeah. Cool Both shit, man. Cool yeah. shit.
1: Uh, a few more. Only got to number 96, but Bivouac released the marked and tagged EP. And Bivouac were, uh, they were pretty cool. They're like, again, very American college rock sort yeah. of style. But good indie stuff. Deep Forest released Deep Forest. Got to number 20. Bullshit Bullshit the, uh, the Family Cat released Wonderful Excuse got to 48 and they got talked about loads and I think they played Luton whenever I was at, at uni there didn't give a shit nah did not give one shit one I remember coming out though and being slightly excited for was uh, this it was a, the first kind of solo stuff after leaving his main band and I remember this coming out and going ah wicked and then hearing it and going this is a bit boring uh But does it ring any bells with you at all?
0: No, you're saying his first solo. Is it Frank Black or something? It's Frank Black. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's Frank Black. Uh, The song called Headache off his Teenager of the Year album, which is his his, his first debut um, solo thing. I just thought this is a bit... Just in the light, isn't it? It, Exactly, yeah. Jingle jangle. I I wanted a lot more darkness and horrible shit from the the front man of the Pixies. Mm But he was just on this indie pop thing. yeah. Mm-hmm. And one that you are going to... Uh, you, I mean, I don't know if you'll remember it. You won't like it. Okay. I i uh, went back, because I vaguely remembered it, and I was like, oh no, I still like this. Uh, the very, very first single, we've only got to number 75 from this band. Is it Oasis? No.
0: Sounds like Oasis. No, it doesn't.
1: No. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, again, getting into that Britpop thing. Mm-hmm. And this band had much bigger singles later on. But this was their very first. This is debut. Let me skip into it a bit here. Is oh, that voice ringing any bells? Yeah, I mean, it's. Is it is I mean, it. Is that um, what's
0: her face? Um, uh, Chris, uh, what's her fucking name? Is it um, fucking my brain has just gone completely. Uh huh. Um, fucking not Echo Belly, not Sleeper, the other one. Uh, um, well,
1: no, you've gone too far. That, right? Yeah. Because it is it's Sleeper. It is Sleeper. It is Sleeper. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Were you thinking of Elastica? Yeah. Oh, I see. right now. Uh, no, this is Sleeper. This is okay. delicious by sleeper.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds sounds like sounds fine.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I very much enjoyed this. Like okay. going back to, it, it's like I remember this. Yeah, there you go. Any but yeah, number seventy five for their first single. Fine, but there you go. That's all the singles I have. Some absolute shit in there. Let's face it. Oh uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not classic. No, is it's it really is not. Um, there's yeah, okay, Salt and Pepper, Pearl Jam. I like the sleeper one, the New Kingdom one. We didn't hear Prodigy. There's some shit there. That's mm-hmm. fine. But sure. there's also an awful lot of terrible pop nonsense chart shit. Yeah. There bad. you
0: go. All right, well, no worries. Well, let's let's dig back into uh, this record then. Right. Yeah, we're in a home stretch, last four tracks. So the next one's called All, All Through, Through, Through the, the Year. Okay. All right, this is "Bitter." Uh, the equalizer. Oh nice, John Carpenter. Yeah. Here's a th- it's Theremin time. Is it ever not theremin time? No. Well, I mean, the thing is about theremin is it gonna, it's going to give you like a bit of a 50 sci-fi feel.
1: Sure. Um, and, you know... We've not even had the Portishead album yet, have we? Here we are. No, we haven't. What's that joke about, um, oh, yeah, I bought a theremin a few years ago, but I, I sold it recently. I hadn't touched it in years. Yeah, yet. definitely. Yeah. Okay, so again, we've got a big, long intro without any any vocals coming in yet. And here we are. Stars, yeah. more more singing about yeah. the world around us.
0: I do, I do quite like this
1: one.
0: It, uh-huh. it, it, it is slightly back in that pleasant, not remarkable, but that yeah. fit. And I wrote that down, and I went, and I, I immediately corrected myself. That kind of feels a little bit like damn it with faint praise. Because mm-hmm. I do like this one. Oh, you do? Okay, I, I, right. I think it's. I think it's solid, but it is a bit. I'm never going to listen to it again.
1: yeah fine. Yeah, I think there are some good bits of vocals. I think mm-hmm. the, the bit that we just heard, where uh, Andy's again in the lower register, comes up very nice. And there are here we go swelling into this. But overall, I think this is just a bit weak. I think I think particularly the um, the keyboard sounds are like Casio preset.
0: I see. I see. I quite like the. I quite like the spacey. Yeah. Uh, uh, he is a little bit on the nose, mm. but again, going back into the idea of them having a musical or writing a musical, mm-hmm. I can see this as being like a, a, a set piece in like a sci fi musical or something. Wait, but,
1: it, he said, okay, here's what I'm picturing. And I know it's it, obviously he's, he's saying about sailing through the stars, but I see him on the, the prow of a ship, yeah. uh, you know, your old style um, Captain Hook mm-hmm. type ship, um, at night, stars in the sky twinkling. The wind in his hair singing this into the night. I can see that. I I'm more of like a in you know, a like a really hokey old style
0: uh like flying saucer. Oh, is it like oh, right. sing, singing singing his love to like a like a a, a green lad in tight <laughs> I mean, silver L-A-N, trousers. right you
1: know? Okay. I see. Well yeah maybe I actually do think this is some of his best vocal uh, stuff on the album for me this song I think it's really nice voice but the, the, the my issue with it is the music the backing music I think it's very flimsy. You know, I, I, I quite
0: like the music my my issue with this song is nothing that's in it it's what isn't in it which is a a hook or something mm. that brings you back sure yeah. this the, you know I think there's some interesting drama in it some interesting bits and pieces but you know, it it hasn't got the stuff that I really want. Out. No, and no. you know, anyway.
1: And, oh, again, right? It's five minutes long. It's too long. It's for too sure. long. And um, I think they do the chorus three times. They do the same verse four times. Mm. It is just repeating and repeating yeah, and repeating I, I, until fade. I think I think it's all right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, a bit dreary.
0: It's, yeah, you, you're right. It's not. It's nothing amazing. All anyway, let's do track eight. Yeah. This one's called Blues Away.
1: Blues Away.
0: What is that? Like an electro clarinet?
1: God knows. I don't like that. I don't know what it is. I do not like there that. There are some various signs in this song that should have been outlawed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, while I said on the previous one, I really liked Andy Bell's voice. Yeah. I don't yeah. on this one.
0: No, I, I, again, we've said that this facetto
1: is not... Mm. My, but it's not what I want to hear from him.
0: The, the, this, it it isn't... Awful because I don't think this album is ever awful.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, right. Yeah, but
0: this isn't a, a song I would choose to listen to again.
1: No, 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 no. I,
0: I don't care for this. Although there is the, the reason I can't say because there is like a weirdly like kind of vaguely demented Phil Collins-esque drum break. Oh, there is as minute. well.
1: Right. Let me see if I can get to that. Well, actually, hold on. He's about to this. As we get to the chorus, like, okay, like,
0: that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay.
1: That's better than... But, but that, that sound... That
0: fucking... Is why is that sound there? The,
1: don't do that it's at all. It's terrible. Well. That's a child's toy instrument. Yeah, okay. Uh, but right, let me let me see if I can find the, uh, the breakdown, because I noticed that too. Right. Oh. So, yeah, we just have... It, we're, we're not... This is the longest song on the album, by the way. Yeah, for no uh, reason.
0: It's my least favourite song on the album.
1: Right. But... But I want a whole song of this. It's same here. I so, want this song. Yeah. It, uh, have there been more of this? I'd have been much more See, into let, it.
0: Listen, this this bit's great, you you, it's a different fucking song. And then and two, then
1: it goes three, three four. Yeah.
0: And that, like, that don't do that not, either. No, I like that. I um, like that. Come on. that's. I like that. That's fun.
1: No, but I, you know. right. You you say you don't think it's a terrible song. I think it's a very bad song. I do. This I, annoys me.
0: I don't think. I don't think. I don't think it's. I don't think it's terrible i don't yeah. because there's bits of it that i don't and but i don't know maybe i'm being too kind to it because I, I, I it is my least favorite on this record
1: i see okay oh okay but, uh, yeah i probably mine too because i think i've said this is a very bad song i think there's than, some
0: very bad choices in this song yeah I, yeah I, I i don't i don't care for it one like, thing I, I did
1: uh, have uh, whenever i was uh, reading the lyrics now nah, i was reading the lyrics alongside the song so i could see what he was trying to say and I've not talked a lot about the lyrics in this album because I don't think they're anything particularly... They're, they're quite flimsy. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I was I was also on one of the read-throughs, a little bit distracted. I wasn't paying, like, proper attention. Yeah. And I, I glanced away and just skimmed back into the chorus. And it said, the line was, I cannot see why I should put my blues away. For some reason, I misread it, and I thought it said, uh, I cannot see why I should put my pubes away. <laughs> And, I'll be honest, that's a song I'd rather listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also a sentiment I can get behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't
0: reckon Andy Bell's got many pubes. No,
1: I think he's a, he's a sleek man. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a seal. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Greased for, the, for uh, maximum water. Well,
0: maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, wait, well, let's just fucking move away from yeah. this one right now. Yeah. The next one's called
1: Miracle. Okay. So, wait, track number nine of ten. Yeah. And it's Like a Virgin. Oh, you see, I'd said "Electric Dreams" and huh? "Neverending Story." Oh, well, yeah, it's all yeah. of those. Yeah, but, it, but it's absolutely eighties. Yeah, this for is sure, pure eighties. Yeah. They're not trying to do yeah. whatever is happening right now in ninety-four. Yeah. We've
0: got the slow start. We've got big, nice, epic, spacey analog synths. Yeah, and we've got again this other thing they, they keep doing, which is it's all pretty much with you know not cause a cappella because there's tune behind yeah. it, but there's no beat until we get to. Just before verse 2.
1: Indeed, yes, exactly. There's, there's a slow building. But yeah, it's, it's more of a straightforward thing going on. Uh, actually, how long is this one? This is. Alright, it's only four, 4 minutes 12, so it's a. Feels longer, like It's a shor, shorter one. And it. Right, there's a choir in the background again. hmm. Don't need that, I feel. But maybe, again, maybe they're going for the big, dramatic musical thing again. And then... Oh, a bit of bass. Bass line in. Yeah. Wobbly bass. Wobbly bass. I don't know if passion covering him with love is what I want to picture. We've all been there, man. Yeah. Oh, pardon? And now we're into,
0: I would call this Europop.
1: Yeah. Oh, Sure definitely Europop. Um, again more like the erasure i would have in my head yeah if you I mean, said an erasure tune
0: this doesn't particularly connect with me or do it for me yeah. again i feel like i'm repeating myself i don't hate this
1: okay yeah, I, yeah. I
0: don't hate this i don't have any real problem with it it can play in the background mm. add infinitum you know but I, I don't really feel any great connection to it. Again, uh, this is li- one
1: of one of my favourites. On not not like favourite favourite, but this is one of the ones I think. Oh no! After a lot of no thank yous, yeah. this is a yes please for uh, I, I,
0: yeah. I, I don't get this one
1: really. I think it's because it sounds to me like like we've just listed a load of eighty songs that it's kind mm-hmm. of sounds a bit like, and because of that, I am transported back to. Oh yeah, if this would have fitted in, if they'd released this in eighty seven, eighty eight it would be alongside all those things I just mentioned. Yeah, but the, it's not as good as. Yeah, but
0: the, yeah, that's the problem, though, isn't sure. it? You've made, when something is reminiscent of something, hmm. it then has like a responsibility to be as good as those things. Otherwise, what's the fucking point?
1: But I would rather it emulate that and be what I think is, is decent than sound like 1994 and be shit. And so I'm like, this is one of the better ones oh, okay. on air for me. I
0: mean, I, I, mean, I, I can follow that logic. I'm, I, hmm. I don't really buy, buy into that. As a, myself, yeah, but I, I, again, I think this is—you know—it's—it's it's a. Good quality songwriting duo mm-hmm. coming up with something that is. You know, oh, this is just
1: straightforward. This, there's no. This this is very much a, an
0: album track on a sixth album.
1: Sure, right. You know, which is sure. you know,
0: which is exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, uh, no surprises, I, but yeah, it's, I, it's fine for me. The chorus it sticks around in my head uh, more than it does for a lot of other songs.
0: I, I mean, I, I've just listened to it and I can't
1: remember. <laughs> there is a line um, that I don't understand. Uh, it won't be out there. It can't be far. So initially, you're going. Right, don't know what, what, what way you're going in that. And then falls like a teardrop to the star. What? No idea. Hmm, no, don't know what that means. No idea. Not a clue. Uh, okay, so, all right, I'm more into that one. Than, than you, that's absolutely fine. I like the 80s bit. You don't find a hook. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But we are at the end then. So, number 10, we've got to finish it off big style. With because you're so sweet. That's oh, because I've been eating a lot of pineapple.
0: Ugh, that's too much. <laughs> so, this is another slow builder. Uh huh. We've got to wait till just before verse three for the beat here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is. I mean, I get. Do you keep your best song to the end so you go out with a bang? Or do you just go, oh, fuck it, we've got to put it somewhere? Yeah. Because I think this is pretty insipid, bland nonsense. Well,
0: I mean, look, I, I think this vocal. Mm-hmm. Is pedestrian. Yeah. I, there's there's some stuff I really like about the weird little beat that comes in. I, I yeah, think it's right. interesting and fun. Overall, yeah, yeah, fine.
1: Yeah, fine. Okay. I,
0: I, again, I, I wouldn't go insipid. I would say mm. uninteresting.
1: I see. Right now, for me, again, this is lower third of the album. Easily, I think see, this like, is boring. The,
0: the the interesting thing for for me is most of this is what the kids would call mid.
1: No, indeed, yeah. Yeah, It's proper
0: mid all the way through with maybe two tracks that really elevate it.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd say so. That's kind
0: of where I'm at with it.
1: Oh, you're talking about this beat here? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, I don't think do it for me.
0: I mean, you could imagine that on an an orbital track.
1: Oh, yes, you absolutely could. You're very right there, Yeah. yeah. But for me, this... It just, it kind of goes nowhere for four minutes and then it got a fade out. It's got a limp finish, mm. which is... Just I've, I've seen them
0: live. <laughs> limp finish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four minutes of the limp finish is, yeah. is uh, sex for me and I wouldn't release that on an album. Well, yeah, I wouldn't no. let the populace... Tra- I mean,
0: I mean, you, you leaked the sex tape but no one down later. <laughs> not not
1: one, not one. Um, I, no, I, I don't go like this at all.
0: I, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm listening to it again now going, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm... I do like that weird little beat, but they do fuck all with it. No, so yeah, yeah, it,
1: it, yeah. They don't do anything with it. A, a, bit, yeah. Again, a bit. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, it is. So look, that's the album.
1: That is the album. Right. right. Let's let's do some Twitter feedback. I did, well, actually, do you want to just before I do that because I noted some of the, uh, the, the from, reviews from the time. Right, and there are some very strange ones. But the thing is, there were some fucking loving it. And then there's some, like, Melody Maker, James Slattery, Melody Maker, uh, felt that they had taken a misguided quest for serious critical acclaim, resulting in the greatest single band in the last ten years producing uh, an album without one shag-happy top-five certainty. Um, Which I feel is a similar perspective of where I'm coming from. It's like, they got the potential to do big pop hits, and they've decided not to. Uh, But then... Stephen Wells of NME mm-hmm. said there are ten screamingly obvious international top ten hits here. All of them hymns to an innocence which yearns desperately to be corrupted, and all of them with fabulous juddering, soaring, sickeningly sweet melodies that wiggle and jiggle past the appalled intellect and make straight for the tear ducts. Well,
0: I don't think that's true.
1: That's nonsense. That. I think
0: that's. I think that's. I think that's the sound of someone that really loves this band a lot. It must and, be, and maybe that is the all case. All
1: the, the the leeway, yeah. But okay, yes, let, let's go to Twitter, and we didn't have loads and loads of responses on this, because it's not one of the bigger albums we've done, but we did have a few. We have Ron Logan, who said that his memory is mainly that always was the theme tune to the mid-2000s video game Raw, Unicorn Attack, which is the why I even had it included in my thing. I've never heard that before in my life, yeah. but like I say, some people, that's their memory of this song. Nice. Fine. Yeah. I guess you don't remember it from 1994, but you remember it from 2004 being on Something Different.
0: Darren Soler's has come back to us. He's given us his favourite mixes, one of them being the Capella yes, Club Yes, indeed. Mix.
1: That's why I checked that one out. Uh, yeah, well,
0: yeah. I, I apologise for being so dismissive about it, Darren. It's not, I don't think it's up my street, but uh, I'm glad you get something out of it. Oh, indeed.
1: The thing is, I imagine Darren also, you know, likes the Capella songs. They'd be up his street too. Right. And therefore, why wouldn't you like Fair Erasure's uh, version of that? Absolutely. We've got Chris Rice... Uh, he says, I was a fan after getting their pop hits albums, who also bought this. I particularly liked Always and I Love Saturday. It has a slightly more ambient sound, which they embraced on their 1995 self titled album. Uh, remember listening to this in the hot summer of '94. I haven't listened to it in a long while, but I remember thinking it was okay, while not reaching those pop heights of their biggest hits.
0: I, I, well, I think I'm pretty much in agreement yeah. with you there, Chris. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I Love Saturday is would be my second choice on mm. that record. We'll probably we'll, 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 we'll do talk some, about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, I think always is head and shoulders above it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a decent enough record. It's you know they're so capable that this isn't a terrible record, but it's if you're looking for something that stands up to their, the the standards of mm. the best stuff that they do, this this ain't it. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. Yeah, uh, sarcastic but fantastic. Got in contact. He said, "Oh, almost missed this. I am a huge Erasure fan, and their trilogy of albums from The Innocents, Wild, and my personal favourite, which I think you're very hard on, Chorus. So I put this on with great expectations. One day." Always is a great song. Probably the last Erasure Classic there was. And the rest of the singles, Run of the Sun and I Love Saturday, are pretty good too, but the rest of the album is too much twee and kitschy for me with the opening track, Take Me Back, setting the tone. And yeah, So he's also saying that Always is kind of the big one.
0: I pretty much agree with
1: everything you've said
0: there. I think that's, you know, again, I Love Saturday seems to be a bit more popular with others than with with us.
1: No, but perhaps it was uh, uh, from people who... Remember it from the time. Yeah. Or perhaps people who are bigger Erasure fans than us and therefore listen to this an awful lot more times than we have.
0: Okay, I think that's all the feedback we've got on uh, this one. Oh we know we, we've got a message as well. We got
1: we? we got a, a DM, absolutely, from uh-huh. Neil Hogg.
0: Hi Dave and Christo, really looking forward to the upcoming I Say, I Say, I Say episode, as it's one of the first albums I remember listening to as a kid. Now that always makes a difference. Uh, no, it's a huge difference. We used to drive down to Jersey from Edinburgh for our summer holidays for two weeks in a tent. That sounds
1: oh, Christ. hard, In man. Jersey.
0: These holidays usually involve the latest you... Era- uh,
1: almost nearly. I fucking nearly did it.
0: Right. Erase album being played over and over again in the car as my parents were fans. Listen to this takes me back to being a carefree eight-year-old on holiday, having an amazing time with my family
1: in the sunny Channel Islands. Well, I I mean there you go I don't want to fuck with this guy's memory that's no absolutely. and also that's that's exactly where you know all these songs are take me back to that yeah, sunny time exactly, to that beach man. yeah sure
0: uh, ended up rediscovering sound in my late teens which then led to me being a huge fan like my parents were when I was a kid have seen them eight times in, in concert wow. and can say they put on a bloody fantastic show after all these years still wish I was able to have been at the 92 shows as they looked
1: amazing those are the ones that we talked about before are they yeah 92? Yeah, 92? yeah yeah right yeah, yeah they do up. Uh, my friend special. Darren was at. Yeah.
0: still think this is one of their best albums with my highlights being. And all through the years, man and the moon, and I love Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to say straight up that that's an awful lot. Of that is going to be because that's
1: where you're tied to with it I think oh for sure but I mean Man on the Moon was one of the ones I went I really like that yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, also uh, still enjoy watching the video to run to the sun to see a silver painted Statham Statham who seems not to have aged yeah. uh, did definitely a mark a change from sound in the previous albums but I think this sounds like a more honest and heartfelt album than their previous outings. keep up the amazing work gentlemen. Yes, thank, thank you so you. much man and look I, I, I'm so so glad that you like it love yeah. it as much as you do uh, we, uh, as we say often on this record we would always much rather other, love something mm-hmm. than you don't, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, glad you get so much. I no, you know, I guess we don't have the history with it, that's kind of not quite no, the that's, way that's it, exactly it is, is. but you know, it is, it is what it is. Well, look, let's thank you so much for uh, for everyone that got in contact, as always. Yes, yeah, really um, appreciate that, really appreciate it. Let us know what you think of our takes by reply, sure. Um, and yeah, let, let's let's, I mean, I think we've pretty much summed this up already, Absolutely. haven't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it. You, what, what's your overall impression? Today? Well,
0: I mean, I put look,
1: it's not a classic, yeah, but it's. It's never really
0: unlistenable. Uh, A couple of really notably great tracks on here.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It's more or less what I expected from it, to be honest. Going in, I was like, if it's this and if it's this, I'll be happy. And it's those things. It's It's not terrible, really. There's nothing that's an absolute... I I think you're probably a little bit harsher on a couple of me. There's nothing yeah. else that I'm like I can't listen to this. Oh look, no,
1: there's nothing I went this is dog shit one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life, but yeah. there were a couple I went this is a bad song. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean it's you know, it is what it is. It's it's just, it's pretty much where I was. I think it's solid enough. Right. I wouldn't go to people, "Oh, you must hear this record." Yeah. But I think there's a couple of moments on it that I think are worth, um, you know, I don't okay. I don't feel like I was robbed of my time.
1: Okay. No, I, mean, I went into it with relatively low expectations. Me too. Um and, it, it, yeah, similar to you, this is kind of what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I did want there to be another couple of, oh, this is joyfully brilliant songs. Uh, I would right? have preferred that too. Uh, of course you would. That would be lovely. But we didn't. I didn't get them. I think there were probably two very good songs on there, an awful lot of filler, and a couple, so. couple of, all right, that's a bad song. Um, but yeah so in terms of putting stuff onto our playlist so if you're
0: joining us for the first time what Mm -hmm. we do every every album that is part of the of the standard pantheon of stuff that we do so that that doesn't include specials we have a playlist which you have on Spotify which is always linked on our website Mm -hmm. and we have to choose a maximum of three a minimum of one song that go from the album and go onto the playlist yeah
1: so we've got a a record of the best of stuff that we've had to listen to
0: so I mean this is, as far, you know, in terms of what's on here, this mm-hmm. is a classic one-choice record, really. Although right. I could make a choice, although there are two, I think there's two tracks I would make a case for.
1: Right, I, there were two that I would make a case for, but the second one is not going to match yours. Okay. So we're saying always. Always, yeah. Okay, because uh, my other one would be Man on the Moon. I did, okay. I really enjoyed that. Okay, but I, I didn't,
0: didn't get me my my other one would be Run to the Sun,
1: and I'm, I thought it was all oh, right. Okay. I, yeah, I, I would stick with the one then.
0: All right, let's let's keep the one. We'll just Sweet. stick it on. It's, it's a single. It's not you know, it's not always the, be, the you know the best, yeah, move, it, but
1: it is. I, I just don't think it, you can. It's almost like a cop out, but yeah, you can, it's the best it one. Is, it is
0: so much better, better than the best one. Everything else on there. Yeah. All right, well, lovely guys, thank you as always for joining us. Hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back. I mean, I've got a holiday, so it's probably going to be. Closer to three weeks, th- three weeks or so weeks, before yeah. this record. We try and get them out every two weeks, but. This isn't something that we take money from. Exactly, it's not something that is our, our first thing that we have to do. So, I reckon probably about three or four weeks for yeah, the next but, one. Uh, we'll but we'll But we will always be back yes. unless one of us dies. Yeah, you never, Actually, oh, if I die, will you carry on without me?
1: Oh, I'll, I'll just get someone else in. It's yeah, be, yeah no one will notice. Yeah, probably yeah. no one would, would they? No. You
0: know, if you die, I'm not carrying on because you do all the production. Oh, that's a point. You uh, just
1: shout it into the void. Yeah, you just yeah. phone people up and talk at them. I know. I just never think about it again. No, nah, there's that.
0: Anyway, all right. Well, thank you for joining us, guys, and we'll be back soon. Take easy and uh, see you soon
1: cheers bye now thank you for checking out this episode of pop collaborate and listen it was produced and edited by us for which we can only apologize we're on twitter at pcl podcast on instagram also at pcl podcast and facebook.com slash pcl podcast All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is pclpodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on pclmusicpodcast at gmail.com.